The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today is an opportunity for you. That's right. It's an opportunity for you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change inside of you that carries ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you? And well beyond that. And you know that no matter what the change is that you make, it will reverberate through the lives of the people around you. So no matter how small that change is, it can be just a little change in attitude. It can be a change in a thought. It can be a change in a single action. It still makes a difference. So for this hour, pay attention. Listen. You have created the world you live in, and how can you change the things that you want to change? Yeah, how do you apply this to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. You are the person you are responsible for, and you are the person that can truly make a difference. No, not by telling other people what to do. Stop that. You need to take action in your world and inside of you. When you create positive light, you attract positive light. And yeah, I know you're busy. We're all busy. We lead very, very busy lives, don't we? And I specialize in being busy. Except for this week. I'm not so busy. It's a very nice thing. But you know, busy can mean distracted. And distractions lead us away from our goals, away from the things that are most important to us. So do you take for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? How many times have you decided this week to do the dishes instead of spending time with someone you love? Hmm? Yeah. Was it really important? So how are you spending your energy? Do you spend your energy on things that don't really matter? What choices do you make in this world? Do you really think about, when you decide where to put your time and energy, what that impact is on the people around you? See, I want you really conscious about how you touch the lives of the people that you meet. 
Every encounter matters. Every smile matters. Every time you make eye contact, look someone deep in the eyes. When you say hello to them, when you send them love, it makes a difference. Are you creating sunshine wherever you are? Yeah, look around. What are the blessings that are around you in your life? How are you continuously blessed through the energy of this universe? What are the things you're grateful for? Because that's how you start by making sunshine. Do you see, when you are in gratitude, you are reflecting a beautiful, positive light. And from gratitude, love flows. So what are you grateful for this morning? I'm grateful this morning I took a walk outside. It is a beautiful, very hot morning. The hot weather of summer is here, and I love that feeling. I know it's hard to motivate. It's hard to get out there in that humidity and heat. But, you know, there's something really, really good about the feeling of exercising in that heat and coming back dripping wet. And yet, there's just this powerful feeling of energy and accomplishment. So I appreciate the hot weather of summer because it reminds me of that feeling and it reinforces that feeling for me. This week I'm also grateful for the discovery of some really amazing visualization and meditation audio recordings. The powerful words in there really um, can change and dissolve some unconscious beliefs that would hold someone back if they wanted to accomplish a goal or um, change the way they look at things in their world. And so I'm really grateful for both the fact that those audio recordings are available and for the people who created them. I'm grateful this week for the people who have shared their stories with me. I'm always honored by the trust that is placed in me when someone shares a story. And I'm honored by the courage that I witness. And I've had two encounters this week that have just kind of touched my heart. One was from a mother of a young girl who is still struggling to find maturity. And mom just wanted to make sure that she was thinking clearly and logically and doing the right thing in setting some limits on her young daughter. And I was really touched by the fact that she called and it was a, you know, it was a weekend moment. It wasn't an office time at all, but she called. She asked for a little guidance. Um, I held the space for her to work it out, gave her a few suggestions and she went on and it was so exhilarating. It was so amazing to witness that transformation from a mom who Uh, Originally, when she started with me, was hesitant, was um, struggling to find her power in her relationship with her daughter, and now clearly was in her power. So amazing. I also got to witness this week a a young woman who um, found her courage. She was in an unacceptable relationship, and it was... It was traveling in a direction that was really not going to be healthy for her or 
for the person that she was in the relationship with. And she really struggled to find a way to speak her needs, but she found her courage. She found her power. She set limits on that unacceptable behavior. And she came in so empowered. She came back so excited because she really found that place within her that said, I am worth it. And witnessing that was just a beautiful thing. So this week, I want to talk about finding your power yet again. But I want to talk about it in terms of your health, your weight loss or maintaining your healthy weight in the summertime, in this heat. You know, summertime is often a time that we mean to get out and exercise. We like to be more active, but there's a lot of things that can thwart what we've set out to do. And she agree? You have a change in routine sometimes in the summer. If you're raising children and your children are out of school, you know, the, the routine changes because they're out of school. And you have a different day to manage. You have different activities, different things that you have to do, different things that you think about. And perhaps you let your own health, your own routines that support your health, perhaps you let those slide. And then we have vacations, you know, vacations that can really sabotage our intent to be healthy. And then there is the hot weather. You know, we mean to be outside, but perhaps we think, oh, not right now. I'll do it later. So there are many, many things in this summer season that can interfere with our weight loss goals, with our our health maintenance, if your weight is already a healthy weight. So I want to talk about summer skinny. I want to talk about mindset, first of all, that can sabotage your goals for fitness and health and weight loss. And then I want to talk about some practical solutions for that, some things that you can absolutely do. So let's start with that mindset, because that is where everything begins, isn't it? If your mind is focused, if you are on track, then it's easy. But when you get distracted, that's when things fall by the wayside. So let's talk about some of those mindsets, some of those attitudes, some of those things that you tell yourself. Yep, that's where it comes from. The things you tell yourself that sabotage your goals for fitness, for health, and for weight loss. See, it's not about your conscious knowing. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you decided to do. You know what feels good. You know what's healthy for you. And then you start this dialogue inside your head. I'll start with the weather because that's the one that's most obvious. When it gets very hot, and especially if you're in a part of the country where it's not only very hot, but also very humid, it feels like you're walking through wet cement anytime you go outdoors. And so if your exercise activities involve being outdoors, 
you might start to give yourself excuses. Eh, it's too hot right now. It's, I'll do it later. And I'll do it in the morning. I'll get up early. And you promise yourself that you'll do it later. And you know that never works. You see, as long as you make it an if and not a when, and by that I mean if I exercise instead of when am I going to exercise, then you will allow yourself excuses. So your first mindset has to be, when am I going to fit this in? When am I going to get my exercise routine in place? And when am I going to include that in this day? And how will I adjust my day so that I actually do that? And you might have to adjust your day, absolutely. Sometimes it means that you're getting up earlier. You know, I, I'm not one to want to wake up early if I've not gone to bed until sometime after midnight. But I do absolutely know that I'm much more likely to enjoy that early morning air if I get up very early. Because there comes a point when the sun is high and it's too hot and I will allow myself an excuse. Oh my, it's too hot. But you know, yesterday I had need to walk after it was too hot. Yeah, I didn't have a car and I had to go get it. And so I was out in the middle of the day to walk. And I can tell you, I was no more um, fatigued by a walk in the middle of the day than I would have been in the morning. It wasn't any harder. The only thing that was hard was convincing my mind to do it. That's right. It's about what you tell yourself. It's about the dialogue that you have in your own mind. So if you're telling yourself the excuse that it's too hot to work out, how will you get around that? Hmm? How will you work with that? There are many things you can do. We'll talk about them a little bit later. I want to move on to the next excuse that you will use. And I know you'll use this. It's the vacation excuse. Somehow when we go on vacation, we give ourselves permission to forget all the rules. And I find that amazing. For me, that's the only time that my routine changes enough that I can actually focus on my body and my health. I love vacation times because that's the time that I actually can be more active. I can be more focused on just the movement, the activity, the exercise. But, you know, I do know that there is also that permission of, oh, I'm on vacation. I don't have to follow all the things that I used to do. So if you start that dialogue with yourself in your mind, you might want to examine that a little bit. Do you give yourself permission to eat things that you ordinarily would not eat? And do you actually feel better when you eat those things? Or do you feel sluggish? Do you feel kind of yucky? Do you give yourself permission to not follow the food plan that you know is best for your health? The one that makes you feel the best, that makes you feel energized. Do you give yourself permission to let it all go? If you do, that is sabotage. Because here's what happens. 
You expose yourself to foods that you ordinarily don't eat. And you chose to not eat those foods for a particular reason. Perhaps you've already forgotten what that reason was. Some of it was that you simply didn't need those kind of calories. Well, if you give yourself permission to have those extra calories on vacation, how are you compensating for that? Because you'll have to really increase your exercise and activity in order to balance out those extra calories. Think about it. It only takes one ice cream sundae to really throw your calorie intake off. And if you don't know how to balance that, well, that just added some pounds. So it's okay to give yourself permission to have a treat, but you do have to compensate for that. You do have to stay active. You do have to expect to use those calories. And there's also that thing about vacation permission to not do anything, that you just want to sit, that you want to just chill and not do anything. Well, okay, you're eating more and you're moving less. What does that add up to? But here's the other problem that that gives you, is if you give yourself permission to do that on vacation, it is much harder in the long run to return to your routine when you get back from vacation. And then, of course, there's always that vacation thing about after vacation, I'll fill in the blank. You know, after the vacation, I'll exercise. After the vacation, I'll eat healthy. After the vacation, whatever. You know what? That doesn't work either because you're living out there in the future. The decision is today. The decision is in this moment. Stay present. There are also other mindsets. You know, it's too hot to cook. I want something quick and easy. And it's so easy to reach for some prepackaged processed food or to run through the drive through Yeah, the high-calorie drive through that's really only designed to expose you to addictive foods. And once again, just like what you did on vacation, exposing yourself to those highly addictive foods sets up that cycle to want it more and more and more. And so now, once again, you've sabotaged your goals. You've sabotaged your health. And there are the summer drinks, the soda, the tea, the alcohol. All of those dehydrate the body and they confuse the brain. And I don't mean they cause confusion. I mean they confuse the brain. They set the brain into a pattern of wanting more because the sugars or the artificial sweeteners, both of them, and we know the artificial sweeteners actually do more of this, confuse the brain into thinking that it's supposed to get more sugar and it doesn't ever get a satisfaction. It doesn't get the calories that go with it, so it doesn't ever turn off. And so it increases your likelihood of eating more and more and more. Okay, so here we are with all of these mindsets. Oh, yeah, and then there are all of the ice cream treats, the milkshakes, the smoothies, the slushies. All of those add a ton of calories. So just for a minute here, right before we go on break, I want you to picture your perfect body. What does your perfect body deserve? 
doesn't it deserve consistent support for your ideal weight and fitness? We'll talk more about this after we take a short break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about summer skinny. We're talking about how you maintain your focus on your weight loss and your health and fitness goals over the summer months. And we just talked about all of those ways that you start a dialogue in your mind and sabotage your goals. So now I want to talk about the things that you can and should be doing to maintain your health, your fitness and your weight loss goals, if that's what you want to do. Okay, so the first and the most important thing. You see, we left off right before break, and I was talking about the summer drinks, the tea, the soda, the alcohol, the things that really add calories and dehydrate the body and confuse the brain into wanting more food or more sweets. So the first and foremost thing that you can do for your body is adequate hydration. You need an ideal water balance. Now, here's the thing. It's really easy to be out of sync with that in the summer months because it's hard to adjust for the amount of um, dehydration that occurs just naturally in hotter temperatures. So, you know, usually we tell people that the ideal amount of water 
that you should consume in a day is about one half of your body weight in ounces, meaning that you take the number of pounds that you weigh, you divide that in half, and that number is about the number of ounces that you should be drinking for adequate hydration. Most of us don't get there. And most of us kind of live in a chronically dehydrated state. Except that we suddenly in the summer, because we're so hot, because we're perspiring more and also you lose water um, through respiration. As you exhale, you lose water. And so we feel more dehydrated. And so we start to drink more and we drink lots more. And then all of a sudden people notice water retention. Their feet get swollen. Um, or they might, in the summer months, simply just by the heat and how much they're perspiring, they might notice water retention. Their feet get swollen. They feel a little puffy. Um, this is actually, many times, that uh, water retention is a sign of dehydration. Your body is not willing to let go of the fluid because... It's dehydrated. And so you have to kind of find a balance here. You have to drink a little bit more water. Now, I've also seen this. If you are um, older, have kidney issues, have heart issues, drinking too much water too suddenly will cause water retention. Your body's simply not ready for that. So if you're trying to increase your hydration, you need to do it gradually. You can't suddenly go from one glass of water in a day to eight glasses of water in a day. You can't do that. Your body will not keep up with you. Now, that's only if you have some impairment or challenge for kidney, heart, um, or circulation. You know, if you're healthy and active, it's not as much of an issue. Your body is fine to increase your hydration. But do do this gradually if you have any kind of um, impairment in function for those those systems. The overload of water will cause that water retention. So if you put too much water into the system and your body doesn't know how to do that, your kidneys don't know how to catch up with that, then you'll have a temporary water retention. But here's the other thing that happens to people in the um, in the summertime, in the hot weather, that causes water retention. And that is that if you are sedentary and you don't move around a lot and you're very, very hot your poor circulation will cause that water retention as well. You, your body really needs to um, use muscle contraction, muscle movement, in order to help to get that fluid out of the tissue. You know, the, several years ago, I was on a long-distance hike, and I, I did, I don't know, 50 miles in five days or something like that. I mean, it was a... It was one of those whims where I had to work it out of my system, and I pretty much did. But when we came off of trail after having, you know, been hiking very extensively, and, and um, it, it was quite a bit of a physical challenge for me. When I came off of trail, we drove home, and it was a, it was two days in the car. Well, by the time I got home, with that level of inactivity after such an extreme level of activity. I had tons of water retention. I, I joked that my feet looked like pregnancy feet. I mean, you know, they were all puffy and 
I couldn't put shoes on. I had to wear sandals. And that was simply because my body had been pumping all of this fluid and all of this circulation while I was so healthy and active. And then sitting still, there was not sufficient muscle contraction to maintain my circulation. Um, and, it, you know, that was a temporary thing. It balanced out. But you need to recognize that this is a normal, natural kind of thing that happens if you're not moving enough. You will get that inflammatory response and you will get that water retention. Also, people that um, have professions that stand all day long, and I'm not talking about moving, I'm talking about standing. Teachers, nurses, um, you know, there are, there are many, many uh, professions that they, they essentially are standing all day long. I mean, even the bank tellers, you know, I, I watch those, um, those individuals who work at banks and I'm thinking to myself, oh, you don't move enough. Your legs aren't going to like you. Um, when you don't move, when you, when you're just standing, there's a lot of stress that occurs on the blood vessels themselves. The veins specifically um, have to fight gravity. Now, see, we're designed for movement. We're designed for activity. And so our muscles, when they contract, help to uh, keep that circulation going and help to kind of massage those blood vessels and, and pump that blood back up to the heart. But when we stand, there's no muscle contraction. And so that, too, will contribute to water retention over time. So all of these things are important for you as you're considering hydration. You might go up a little bit more in terms of water than what you've been doing if you're perspiring a lot and if you're breathing a lot of um if you're breathing a lot, if you're breathing heavily, you will lose water that way. So you want to go up a little bit, but I'm not suggesting that you double your water intake. That might be too much too soon. You want to go up gradually and recognize that you shouldn't be drinking anything that's dehydrating you because you're working against your body. Drink water. Even if you don't like it, find a way to make it palatable for yourself and drink water. Now, in our summer skinny approach, we tend to want lighter foods in the summertime. That makes perfect sense. We don't want a heavy meal because we're already feeling too hot. We don't necessarily want hot meals. But you know, summertime is the time of abundant produce. There is so much available at the local farmer's markets. Just find one. You'll be amazed at what's there. And you'll notice that those wonderful fresh vegetables are light foods. When you prepare them, even if you're eating them raw or uh, lightly cooked, you feel lighter. You feel better. Your body feels much more energized from that. So make use of the produce. Now, here's my little eight-minute tip. With that produce, as you buy it, when you bring it into the house, set aside a little bit of time to process it just as you bring it in or somewhere in that first 24 hours after you've purchased it. Take the time to kind of process all of that food so that when you go to cook or when you go to prepare a meal, it takes less time for you to do that. I don't know if you know this. I just heard this recently. But, you know, the leafy vegetables, all the lettuces and, and those kinds of things, kale, all that kind of stuff, do you know that you can actually increase the nutritional value 
if you tear the lettuce and store it that way. Now, I'm not talking about those packages of um, lettuce that's already torn up for you because who knows how long that's been on the shelf, at least a week. And by then, it's dead. But you see, plants don't die as soon as we harvest them. And this is why you would go to the farmer's market because generally they harvest that morning. They're picking their beets and their lettuce and their kale that morning early and washing it, bringing it to you at the farmer's market. Well, sometimes the beets, they definitely don't wash. Um, (laughs) But so you have live plants. And plants, again, they don't die immediately. And, you know, plants don't, they don't have brains the way we do. So plants have kind of a mechanism to protect themselves from threat. And the, the, um, the phenols, the, um, the antioxidants in plants will be activated when you tear the lettuce. You bring it home, you wash it, You tear it into your bite-sized pieces that you're going to use, and you store that overnight. By the next day, you will have increased the nutritional value of that lettuce because the plant is trying to protect itself. So there's a reason that you want to do this preparation. Now, um, what what I also learned in that little thing there about you know making the nutritional value is you don't want to store it for longer than three days because by then yes the plant is dead and you lose that nutritional value so in when you're buying produce from the farmer's market you want to use your leafy green vegetables early in your week and use the root vegetables and the other kinds of vegetables later in the week so plan your meals accordingly again prep it so that it's easy. You know, chop the vegetables, um, put them into little snack bags, um, package all of the lettuce and the salad additions all at once. So do your chopping, your shredding, divide it into the portions that you're going to use so that when you go to make a salad, when you go to um, create a meal, it's a quick toss and all of the prepared items are in there. Okay, so that's my eight-minute tip on the farmer's market and the, and the green leafies. But also, while you're doing that, make the snack items of, you know, the carrots, the celery, those kinds of things, um, make them in advance. Put them in on the shelf of the refrigerator that is eye level for your children so that you don't have to prep those things. They can simply reach in and get them. So you want them independent in accessing those snacks. You don't want to have to keep thinking about that. But you also want to teach them to reach for these healthy snacks. So again, processing everything as you bring it into the house or maybe within a day of that, set aside some time to do that and create an easy way for you to include those lighter flu- foods in your food plan. You can do that on vacations as well. All right, so what about exercise? You know, take advantage of the obvious activities of the summertime. Get outside and play with your kids. Go join them in the pool. Take them with you on your morning walk. You know, if your kids have uh, 
practice for their sports. Well, while you're waiting for them, walk the perimeter of the field. Get your walking in while you're waiting for them. Don't be sitting there playing on your iPhone. Don't be sitting there text messaging or surfing on the on the web. Get moving. Use their time as your time. Now, you can also, you know, schedule your own Zumba class or yoga class or whatever it is that works for you while your kids are at their activities. So I know you're creating play dates. I know you're creating time for them to be active. Well, include yourself in that too. So find a way that you're active while they're active. And if it is too hot for you, if you really feel like, nah, I just can't do this, it's too hot, okay, then move indoors. Use the treadmill or the exercise bike or the elliptical or go to the gym. You know, there's something to be said for an air-conditioned gym. I don't necessarily like it, but there are times when it just feels good to walk into an air-conditioned room so that I can exercise. And, you know, we talked about this earlier. You could go earlier in the day. Yep, you could. You could get up earlier, and there is nothing more beautiful than moving at sunrise. It is such a a beautiful time of the day, and it is very quiet, and the birds are singing praise in the mornings. You can also, in the summertime, because people do like to be outside, engage your neighbors to come with you. You know, find a walking partner. Find someone who's an accountability partner and will motivate you and you can motivate them. You know, sometimes it's in the encouraging of someone else that we encourage ourselves. And then on vacation, well, take advantage of, again, the obvious activities. Build in activities like bike riding, hiking, or swimming. Make that a part of your vacation. And it's not an if, it's a when. Also, plan your meals before you go. If you're staying somewhere where you're going to be doing the meal preparation, prep as much as you can when you first arrive. So again, you don't have to think about it much. You already know what the menu is going to be. You already know the kinds of foods that you're going to need. And you have them prepped. So it's really easy when you're running in from the beach to create a really healthy meal rather than to be tempted to go out and get some kind of fast food. And yes, plan for those treats. Just be reasonable in your frequency and your amounts. It's fine to have some ice cream on vacation. I'm not telling you not to, but I'm telling you to plan for it and be reasonable. Let's not be doing a milkshake and a sundae and one of those, I don't know, high-calorie, God knows what, all in the same day. Okay, plan for it in amounts that you can compensate for in your activity. And plan for water. No matter what, plan for the water. That's right. So make sure that you have a way to get water wherever you are. You know, they have wonderful water sleeves for your backpack. You know, take a cooler with you if you're going to the beach or someplace where there's not a concession. Or you might have to plan for the purchase and do plan for that purchase. See, you have the right to enjoy your health and your body, even on vacation. And you have the right 
to enjoy your health and your healthy body even when you come home from vacation. So I want you thinking, I want you planning, and I want you conscious about what you are specifically doing when you are on vacation and throughout the summer months. So no matter where you are in your weight loss or fitness process, I want you present in the moment. That's what I'm asking you to do. So I want you thinking through how do you stay on track with your goals? How do you stay focused even when there's a change in routine? Because it does come down to mindset. We'll talk a little bit more about mindset again when we come back from break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about summer skinny, and we've talked about kind of the mindset of sabotage that happens in the summer months, and we've talked about some specifics in terms of hydration and foods and vacations, things that you can create that keep you on track with your weight loss goals and your fitness process. And the bottom line is that I want you present and not on autopilot. Because it is on the autopilot that things kind of go away. Now, that's not always true. Because if you are on autopilot with your healthy habits and you, you continue to maintain that through the summer months, that's wonderful. And I can truly appreciate that. I'm talking about the excuses that you use instead. I'm talking about when you take yourself off of the autopilot of healthy habits and give yourself permission to let those go. That's where you get into trouble. Okay, so 
here's kind of the exercise that I want to give you this morning because I want you truly enjoying and appreciating your healthy body. So no matter where you are in your weight loss or fitness process, I would ask you to really come into your body, to be very aware of the freedom of movement that you do have, knowing that it will get better and better as you continue to enjoy, truly enjoy how well your body works um, and how well your body maintains a balance no matter what you do. Do you know, even when you are not in a healthy state, your body is actually compensating for that. Now, yeah, it can get overwhelmed and we can create illness. But, you know, the body, the physical, the human body is so amazingly resilient that actually it can take a lot of abuse before it shows any um, any results from that. Now, if you've been doing that for a long time, well... That's a problem. So as you are restoring your health or maintaining your fitness, what I'm asking you to do is to really, truly be present. So take a minute and really feel all of your body. Just That's right. Go inside and become aware of your physical body. I mean, I'm talking feel your toes. Feel your toenails on your toes. Feel how your body moves. Feel your breath as it moves in and out of your body. That's right. Just think about the amazing processes that happen without you thinking about it. Do you know how miraculous it is that we can breathe in air and those gases of the air move through the tissue of our lung and into our bloodstream? And that those red blood cells are specifically designed to carry four oxygen molecules. And every time that a red blood cell connects to another cell, it gives off one of those oxygen molecules and collects a carbon dioxide. Is that amazing? I mean, that that whole process is so miraculous. And your body does that automatically, no matter what. So I want you appreciating your breathing. Now imagine as you exercise and you're breathing harder. Imagine staying present to that and being in awe of the miracle of breathing. I'll tell you, people who struggle to breathe are very, very aware of the miracle of breathing. And they truly appreciate that. But perhaps you've never had that experience. And so your awareness of it, again, puts you in awe, puts you in gratitude, and motivates you to keep your body healthy. Do you know, your body is designed to process food. Again, do you know the miracle of the body's ability to take a raw vegetable, with its nutrients packed in that fiber and in the substance of that raw vegetable. And your body can process it through the act of chewing, through the acid in your stomach and the enzymes from your pancreas, so that it is, as it flows through your intestine, those molecules of nutrition 
actually move through the wall of your intestine into your bloodstream and are carried to the tissues, the, the parts of your body that need it for nourishment so that each cell is healthy. Again, this is a miracle. Be present to the miracle of your healthy body. Your body is designed to respond to a crisis. Your body is designed to respond to famine. Your body is designed to be healthy. This is what I want you to be truly amazed by. I want you to be aware that your body is actually always has been and always will be designed for a healthy balance. You have to participate in this. You see... We no longer naturally eat the foods and get the exercise that our bodies were designed for. We have to be more intentional about it. We have to be specific in how we fuel the body for its health and how we exercise the body for its health. So again, when you are truly amazed by your own body, your health improves. So let me back up. Let me go to mindset again. But this time, I want to talk about motivation. Do you know, I wonder why you decided to get healthy. I wonder why you decided to change your weight if you're working on weight loss. What was your initial purpose in setting that goal? That's right. What did you intend When you said to yourself, I want to be healthier, I want to be skinnier, or I want to be more active, what was your initial purpose? See, you had a picture or an image, a thought in your mind that you wanted to achieve. Well, what I really want to ask is, who made that commitment to that goal? You did, didn't you? Of course it was you. No one else could make a commitment like that for you. You have to make that commitment. So what did you imagine your life to be as you achieved that goal, that weight loss or that fitness goal? What did you imagine would happen? I'm actually bringing in here some of the stuff that I just learned from this awesome visualization audio recording. I want you to go forward in time. In your mind, I want you to imagine what it is that you wanted to achieve with that weight loss or fitness goal. So move forward into that feeling that you imagine it will be like. See, if you can move into that thought again as if it has already occurred, we can make use of that in the present moment. So follow Follow with me here. So I want you to go again into that picture, that thought, that um, imagination of whatever it was that you imagined your life to be like when you achieve your weight loss or fitness goal, that initial purpose that you had in setting that goal. Can you move into that thought again as if it has already occurred? That's right. So go forward as if it has already occurred. And what I want you to notice, 
as you are in that feeling or that outcome, I want you to notice how differently you speak to yourself. That's right. See, remember I talked earlier about what do you say to yourself? Well, we have dialogues in our mind all the time. I talked about the sabotage dialogue. Now I want to talk about the success dialogue. What do you say to yourself that's different than what you're saying now? So as you imagine yourself in your healthy body, as you imagine yourself in that body that is at your ideal weight, your ideal level of fitness, what do you say to yourself? How do you speak differently to yourself? And notice it as a result of that, how differently you feel. Do you feel more powerful? Do you feel more satisfied? Do you feel, um, do you feel strong? Do you feel accomplished? Do you say to yourself, I'm awesome. I rock. Do you say to yourself, I am happy? Well, here's my question. Can you stand in that future moment, discover how you speak to yourself and therefore how you feel differently? And can you bring those thoughts and feelings into this moment? Because you see, even as you are on this journey, even as you are moving through this process, if you will bring with you that dialogue of success, you will achieve success because you're expecting it, because your body is responding to it. Because you're changing your most predominant thought, you see? So, as you do this, as you bring back into the present moment your future thoughts and feelings, it solidifies that outcome in your mind. And your mind will now pursue that outcome. You have just reprogrammed your thinking. You have just reprogrammed your subconscious mind. It now becomes the programming that your mind is designed to move towards. This is very, very important. So once again, I'm going to take you through this exercise. I'm going to take you through this whole activity once again. Can you move forward? See, this is going into your own future. Go to your initial purpose that you set for that goal. Go to the commitment that you made to achieve that goal. Now go forward and imagine what it was that you want the outcome to be as you achieve that goal. And move into that thought again as if it has already occurred. And notice the dialogue See, this is so important. It's the dialogue, the dialogue, the conversation that we have in our own mind that either sabotages or achieves. So the dialogue in your mind. Create a new dialogue. Have a conversation with yourself about how successful you are, about how far you've come, about how much progress you've made towards your fitness goal. Have a conversation with yourself about how courageous you are in achieving this goal. Really affirm yourself for the change that you've created. 
and now bring that back into the present moment. Notice how different you feel now. Do you see, this is what is so very important. I started out at the beginning of this program with my gratitude moment, and I talked about a young woman who found her courage inside of herself and stepped back into my office appearing very different. She had a very different demeanor. She felt differently about herself. And while I can appreciate that this was kind of a first-time experience for her, you can do this anytime. You've done it before. You can do it again. Find your power. Find the conversation that is designed for your success and begin to repeat that conversation in your present moment. That's right. So you want to achieve summer skinny? Start with your mind and end with your mind. All those other things will fall into place. All those little tips that we talked about, they're going to be automatic for you. Because you have created within your mind the outcome that you have programmed yourself to achieve. All right. So here we are. It's the end of our time together. And here's my challenge. What did you learn today? What can you do differently today on this day? And as you make this change within yourself, I wonder how it's going to ripple into the lives of the people around you. I wonder how you will influence through your own behavior and actions and attitudes the lives of the people around you. Go out there today and make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.